Kenny Gainwell or Boston Scott? Who should be the top waiver wire priority? Next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Hello and welcome to Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Chris Towers here joined by Dan Schneier to break down Monday Night Football and to take a quick peek at the top waiver wire targets for Week 8. As always, if you want the full list of waiver wire targets along with the breakdown for every position, make sure you listen to the full episode of Fantasy Football Today on your normal podcast feeds. We will start with Monday's game between the Saints and Seahawks tonight, ask a couple of big questions, and honestly, it was such an ugly game. And really, the 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 prime we, we've talked a lot about this year how the primetime games have been mostly awesome. Uh, not the case in Week 7, which I guess is fitting for the way uh, things went overall in Week 7. But Saints won 13-10, and we'll start with their side of the game for our first big question, which is, is there any reason to have anyone on this team on your roster except for Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, I guess? Yeah, you can you can still roster Thomas because of the upside, as we talked about all throughout the offseason. He was good last year, even with Taysom Hill, so you can roster him. But other than that, there's really no reason. Even in two quarterback leagues, I mean, in two quarterback leagues, you can roster Jameis Winston. But in, in, in super flexes, maybe you can roster him because that's the situation you need two quarterbacks. But yeah. you wouldn't feel comfortable starting him. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bleak on that side. And I guess the only hope is that Michael Thomas comes back and they become a little bit more pass heavy. It's been a lot of Alvin Kamara, 20 yards for like 20 carries for like 51 yards in today's game, a lot of games like that. But he did have 10 catches for 128 yards and a touchdown. So this was a big game for him. And I think we'll see more of that moving forward. I think Michael Thomas is pretty much the only hope for this offense. And well, I'll ask a similar question or the other side of the ball. Can you trust anyone on the Seahawks offense as a fantasy starter? DK Metcalf was lucky to hit the 184-yard touchdown because if it's not for that, he had two catches for 96 yards with the touchdown on five targets. Tyler Lockett had two catches for 12 yards on three targets. Alex Collins had 35 yards on 16 carries, one catch for nine target, five for nine yards. Can you trust anyone here as long as Geno Smith is the starting quarterback? No, you cannot. And I think Peyton Manning actually said it best on the Manning cast after they had the big fumble recovery. He's like, now's the perfect time to take a shot. And what do the Seahawks do? They run it two times into the line and set up for a third and long where, you know, Gino almost throws a pick. So I don't think you can trust anyone in this offense right now. Pete Carroll really wants to run this ball and grind these wins out 10 to seven. So it's hard to trust any of them right now. They don't have a good offensive line either. So, yeah, or or I guess grind out the losses 13 to 10. (laughs) There you go. That's what usually happens when you try to grind out wins. Uh, yeah, so not a really pretty situation. I think I'll probably rank Metcalf as like a low end number two, maybe high end number three, just because he's the kind of player who needs one play, you know, as we saw today to be a good fantasy starter. But, you know, Lockett, I don't know if that's there without Russell Wilson. Hopefully Russell Wilson can get back within the next three or four weeks, but I'm not 100% sure on the timetable still. Uh, so let's move on to the top way for our targets. And well, Bad news, guys. It's not a great week on the waiver wire as well. We're getting a bunch of people back from by last week, uh, so hopefully that'll help. And we've only got two Las Vegas and Baltimore on by, so hopefully you don't need that much help. I will say if you're missing either Derek Carr or Lamar Jackson, I think Taylor Heineke is probably my top option. It doesn't sound like Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be back. He's rushed for at least 40 yards in, two, in each of the last three games, including 95 in his most recent one. That's about it as far as that goes. So I'll, I'll move on to the top waiver wire target for this week. And I think it's pretty obviously Kenny Gainwell with uh, Miles Sanders suffering an ankle injury. It doesn't sound like that ankle injury is going to be so serious that it causes him to miss a significant amount of time. But he's certainly in doubt for week eight. 
How much of your fab would you be willing to drop on Kenny Gainwell? I'm not going to throw too much fab on Kenny Gainwell. Maybe eight to ten percent for me. I was a little, I was a little surprised to see Boston Scott get more of the carries. Yep. I was surprised to see Boston Scott in the red zone. So I, I just can't, in good faith, throw any more than eight to ten percent. Yeah, in the second half of that game, Kenny Gainwell played 22 snaps. Boston Scott played 20. Gainwell ran a route on 17 of them, so he was much more involved in the passing game that Scott was, and much more involved than he was in the running game. I, I think Gainwell's probably going to be close to a borderline number two uh, running back for this week. He's got a great matchup against Detroit. Mm -hmm. And I also think if you're in a deeper league, Boston Scott may not be a bad option as well. Uh, if you're looking for a wide receiver, would you rather have Rashad Bateman or Russell Gage on waivers this week? So I'd have, uh, rather have Bateman. I know they're have, coming off similar leaks, or at least one big play that defined their weeks. And mm -hmm. I target share dropped big time for Bateman. But I think that can jump back up. And especially if, you know, this injury continues to linger for Sammy Watkins, as they tend to for him. I think Bateman has more talent, and I'm trusting that passing game more. Yeah, I agree with that mostly. I mean, the problem is if you need someone this week, Rashad Bateman's not going right. to be able to help with with him on by, but Russell Gage is just a pretty low upside option altogether. So I'll take the, the first round pick who's shown some pretty good signs his first two weeks. And we'll finish off just, would you be willing to add Brandon Bolden coming off a pretty solid game? Or are you worried that Ramondre Stevenson may come back? They've been kind of wishy-washy on who's actually active in any given week. Yeah, Bolden saved the week for me this this week, so I'm really happy for uh, I'm really happy for him, and I like him a lot. But it's Bill Belichick. I'm not going to get too excited. And I'm not going to count on him for the rest of the season. So I'd add him, but I'd be I I wouldn't start him unless you're desperate, like I was. Yeah, I think that makes sense. All right, that's going to do it for fantasy football today. In five, for more on the waiver wire, make sure you check out fantasy football today, the full podcast, and your regular podcast streams. Go ahead and leave us a five star review on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.